Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Bandwagon Podcast, and this week I'm joined by, um, I'm going to just give you a little bit of background on this. So one of the philosophies that I kind of have is I try and grab people, especially as they're on the rise, because sometimes now when people get to the top, they don't want to know you anymore. So um, I'm investing, and hopefully our our guest today um, hits top of that mountain top of that tree whatever your phrase that you want to do uh, because this industry the music industry especially the uk industry is only as good as the effort the way we nurture uh upcoming talent so without further ado welcome to just nandra thank you nice to meet you bro and good to finally speak to you as well yeah, yeah. I know we've been dilly-dallying you know, over dates and, and days yeah. and stuff. It's a combination of your nightlife and uh, my my <laughs> social life. <laughs> yeah, uh, operating at, busy. Yeah. Almost operating at similar times of the day. Almost, yeah. Nearly. So just how have you found your journey into the UK uh, Punjabi scene? Let's just put it that way um what from the start or like just yeah yeah from the start you know like your experiences as well <clears throat> experiences bro like i've been into music from a very young age um i started learning doubler when i was really young um i didn't learn it for too long but straight away after that i picked up doll um and i learned from basically ministry of doll um with Bath. he was my start and uh, yeah just been having that passion is growing I started gigging when I was like 14, 13 years old. And then from there, just sort of started making uh, contacts in the industry, networking, get to see like obviously DJs, um, get to see loads of venues, obviously performing at events and stuff like that. So obviously the the, the interest was always there and it just kept growing. But um took a sort of a break when I was at uni, um, obviously, you know, living out and stuff. Um, but yeah, so during that time as well i was still gigging here and there but i started sort of coming away from that sort of um typical wedding sort of gig scene and going more into like performing with the bunga like folk bunga teams mm. um like with live bowling and stuff like that and that is where sort of we used to go to gigs with like all of the group and then we start having a jam before we actually start playing so we always like singing we're having like bowling sessions 
um, obviously just vibing with everyone that is always there. And obviously that continuously grew on and holy holy for me as well, I was like, you know what, I want to sort of like get in with the jam and start singing and stuff. And then, um, yeah, sort of realised quickly that everyone around me was like, oh, you've got a really good voice. Like, And for me as well, like, I've always had that passion because I listen to old Punjabi music, folk Punjabi, and that's where my inspiration mainly comes from in like terms of how I want to imitate myself in terms of the inspirations I get for singing. And yeah, bro, and from there, um, at the same time, my brother has been in Bhangra for a long time. So he being in that scene, but not into, into the music side of it, he started sort of getting into the music side of it when um, he, from his Bhangra contacts, got into um, introduced to like music producers and stuff like that. So he started learning music as well. And then long story short, he started learning. And then at the same time, I started singing and then, then holy holy, we just it just connected and we were like oh let's let's do a track together and then talk of the town happened so you know like uh, like there's, there's so many different angles to go from here um mm -hmm. even a little bit similar to to myself in terms of where uh you being involved in music from a young age but you you've kind of seen all aspects of kind of uk side in terms of the dj side You've also learnt from a, a, a mu uh, from a, a musical instrument, and then yeah. you've taken it to kind of production and to singing. Yeah, but yeah. that that kind of passion's got to come from somewhere. You mentioned your brother H or uh, as well, right? So, yeah. um, where did the initial love for music come fr come from? Is it something already in the family, or is it just kind of your you two are kind of the first of the bunch? We are actually, um, funny enough, the first of the bunch. No one actually in the family is sort of into music or into that sort of playing instruments and stuff. But we just have people in the family that love music, that they just appreciate sort of music. So growing up, I'd hear my dad listen to like um, Kuali, um listen to like old school sort of like Sardin Sekundaji and stuff like that. So the inspirations were always there. And obviously you get, you pick up on that sort of vibe that, okay, cool, I'm seeing my dad, like he's just, enjoying something really um that he likes and because of what he's hearing and stuff and you start understanding slowly like what it is that he's appreciating and what it is that you sort of looking out for it when the other person's singing or there's music that is being played where you can it can move you like it can move your emotions and stuff like that so slowly slowly it was just like obviously just inspirations from everywhere looking at um my cousins what they were listening to growing up because growing up when you're little you don't know like who's gonna obviously guide you into like obviously they're listening to like loads of like at the time um upcoming people like um you had obviously uh those days we obviously rdb was popping at the time you had um Oman Heya, um pmb um pbm sorry and yeah obviously inspiration from everywhere but mainly it was always going back to like sort of the old school folk, Bindrakia, Gulip Monarch, um, Sadhu and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just always been there, bro. Like, is that because it, cause, you know, we got, I got to do a kind of a sense check in terms of when you, it's very rare. Like, let's say you mentioned Omenheya now, that, you know, at 23 years ago, 
I'm yeah. at uni- <laughs> I'm at university. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, where yeah. some some of the new gen haven't been even been born then as well. So when some of those tracks come in, so when I'm thinking about is 20 years earlier prior to that as well at the same time. Yeah. But to hear to hear what some of your inspirations is really refreshing into uh to do and there are elements already in your kind of music that you do, even your song choices, even Jugni that's come out, you know, yeah. it's an old folk song and your twist on it and your brother's spin on you know on, on everything, you know what I mean? Because there's influences regardless of whoever you're going to release in the future, your brother's going to be involved anyway. You know, it's like yeah. a Bali boot, a Jagpal thing, right? Moving forward. What advantage do you think that you got from actually learning an instrument as well when you're thinking about uh, a track to do? Um, I feel like when you start picking up on how to play an instrument, um, you can easily figure out sort of what sort of sound you want because you're already sort of listening to so many instruments yourself because performing with other musicians, you have to sort of work with the other musician in terms of what sort of um, beat you come into, um, you listen to how they're playing um, and what matches. And obviously the key of something, um, for example, like when you're playing harmonium bhaja and how you're singing to it, the key has to match. So when obviously me, obviously coming from a drumming background, um, you can easily pick up beats. You can easily pick up what's out of beat, what's in beat. You can easily pick up what goes with another instrument as well. So I feel like the advantages come is like you can, straight away. It's like you, when we go into the studio, a lot of times we just put on a beat and whatever we feel like, that's where the inspiration comes from. Really, it's like what what are you feeling with this beat? What goes with this beat? What can match and sound really good with it? Um, so I feel like that's the advantage you get because straight away it just comes it just comes to you. I'm always playing doll in my head, so. Yeah. I'm always sort of like, oh, this is in B. That's that's out of B. Or that it's just always going. Yeah, I I used to, when I used to play doll, um, and as you know, as you start getting more heavily involved, when a new song used to come out, I never used to be able to hear the vocals. I always used to hear the percussion straight away. Yeah, exactly. You, yeah. Is that still the same for you? It is always the same, bro. Like every single time something comes on, I'm listening to the drums straight away, and obviously like everything else in between. But that's it's it's, just, it's like it's like um second nature now it just comes into your head straight away yeah we've seen it we've seen a bit of a boom with the with uk singers as well coming through the the, the market um <clears throat> not as much in terms of like the uk musicians out there they are yeah. two vicious the the door players there's you know there's a few people uh dotted around mm-hmm. um I, d- I wanted to get your opinion in terms of one of the reasons you've also kind of blown up as well is because the use of your social media in terms of your the use of cover songs and how uh, um, and the way that your ability to utilize and engage with your with your audience um is there a perp- is there is there a strategy behind that where you see other people might not necessarily be able to they don't able to use it personally bro i not really there's no strategy at the moment i'm just going with what i sort of analyze myself um i've not been really a big sort of social media person but prior to this um i was literally just low-key i like being low-key no one knows my business I just carry on doing what i'm doing but obviously in terms of getting yourself out there you start, have to start posting you have to obviously start engaging with audience and stuff like that um for me it was really like as soon as i start posting i want obviously i want to show what people I want to show people, sorry, what I what, like, what, what my vision is in music, and for me, having that sort of um, 
I think networking is the key part of it because you have to have that social circle as well that obviously they can obviously um, shout you out, they can put you out there and obviously their friends pick up on it and then it's like bigger circles and stuff and that's how you sort of reach, that's what I've learned from my experience. Um, and lucky enough, I had that sort of network just before I even got into music and putting myself out there. So it's definitely something that I'm still learning. I'm still picking up on things. I'm still like, oh, let me try this, let me try that. But at the moment, because I'm independent, I'm doing everything by myself. It's for me a learning journey, which I like. I want to make mistakes. I want to learn and carry on growing on how I can sort of uh, grow my audience, engage with them more and stuff like that. But yeah. Yeah, one of the common themes that that I've um, sort of focused on over the last sort of few months, um, especially with interviews with the with the older and and newer artists, is about how sometimes you naturally can have talent, and talent always can get to always comes out right. If you if you if you're destined to be the best, I always believe there's always a pathway there. But yeah. sometimes you all get people who who are on the cusp of breaking through, got got a lot of talent, but don't really cross over the line because of the fact of resources. Yeah. So we know that labels out there don't have huge amounts of money. A lot of people are more independent now <clears throat> and it's become a resources game that if you've got a lot of money to do it, um, you could kind of get your material more and more out there. 100%, yeah. How have you kind of got around that? Did you have to learn particular skills yourself? Um, you've got your, obviously your brother as well and your team. Are you, how are you, are you building a team of of people around you in order to move your brand forward what yeah how, how's that operating for you again for me um it comes down to networking um i've had that sort of network for example like you've known um Ankar, right so i've known him for 10 years um by the way whoever doesn't know british or mr british tv Ankar. Um, I'll yeah. have his own episode. I've reassured him many, many times. <laughs> yeah. He's just too—he's too big, really, to come on this <laughs> on, on the podcast. That's all it is. He's listening to you right now. <laughs> I know. I know. I could tell. Yeah, but yeah, bro. Basically, so obviously for me, lucky enough, I've had being in the industry from gigging in uh, the industry, like playing at events and stuff. You get to know everyone, and um, yeah, so just having that network there is the main thing. I, I really think that gets you out there because I'm building my team naturally. Um, I've, for example, I've known um, one of my mates from years, but I haven't really got close to him um, until more recently, until like just before I released my song. And he's been actually helping me with loads of things, getting events, um, DJing at my events and stuff like that. So everyone's sort of slowly building together, but. I like to keep my circle small, so it's people that I've known from the past that are, are like sort of in my close circle right now that are pushing everything out, that are helping me push out. And they are quality people as well. It's not just like any random sort of friend that is not really, um, they're just completely at doing something separate. Um, obviously you have to pick the right people, pick people that you know that you can help them, they can help you and you're going together. Um, but yeah, that's really, it really and obviously you have to have sort of kismet on your side as well uh, because there, there are a lot of people out there that have a lot of good talent but they just don't have that sort of um connection with how they're going to put themselves out or like the right people to speak to and stuff like that so yeah what was it what was it young just like then 
you know what? I've always I've just been an observer. Like I, I just observe. I'm very quiet. But like if I was to first meet you, I wouldn't really like be out there all the time. Um, I like to watch people. Not like that. Like obviously just. <laughs> yeah, 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 just clarify that, isn't it? No, clarify that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just around with you a bit too much. But yeah, bro. Um, really, just been quiet, observe people, um, see, like learning, always trying to learn from everyone, you know. Um, because I always say this to everyone as well. Like, if you're in, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're you're in the wrong room. You should be around people that know more than you so that you can learn from everyone. So I've always tried to be around people that obviously know more than me, that I've always hung around older people as well. Um, hence why I've just ended up networking with so many different sort of age groups and stuff. So, yeah, it's just um, been sort of uh, floating through everything, really. Yeah, it's it's one of the questions, uh, especially from people from down south from, from Birmingham, where I like... That a lot of the culture is very close to get knit and knitted together, especially in the Midlands area, yeah. um, where I think it's a little bit more fractured in down south. So yeah. uh, we could in in Midlands, it was always you, you always knew what different camps were doing, and it, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't hard. Um, is that is it, do you feel that the, that difference between down south compared to Midlands? I do definitely feel like. Midlands, you've got more of a, like, everyone sticks together in that sort of scene. Um, whereas, obviously, down south, everyone's sort of like, if you're from west, you're from west. If you're from east, you're from east. You get that sort of um, separation there with, like, oh, these, these are East London boys. Or these are... But, obviously, in the end, it's like, if you click with someone, you're, you're going to, obviously, just jam with them. You're going to show love and respect. So, I do feel like the Midlands is a bit more, everyone's a bit, like, together. Yeah, I still, so so you got kind of east and west, or you know, from especially around the London. It hasn't got two kind of uh, two pack biggie levels, has it? No, 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 no. I don't think it will. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, wait, look, man. You never know. You never know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I ain't gonna let you know. Let's let's not put any nuzzle on that. Yeah. Um. So you know, going back to sort of your 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 roots in that way, knowing. Of when you wanted to go into kind of the singing, did you get yourself on a start or a teacher in order to go down the the the, the singing route? Um, no, I, I didn't actually. I, it was just always just doing everything naturally, practicing myself really. Um, I, I have obviously had people around me that have sung like sort of my friends and stuff. So you get to sort of pick up a few things here and there, but it's always been sort of um, myself. And then I did end up um learning from someone um but it was sort of like on online sort of learning from someone and stuff so it wasn't really um in depth but at the moment i'm sort of building myself up in in terms of learning i'm still at the start of my journey so so yeah there's a lot for me to learn i'm not saying i'm the greatest singer i'm not saying i, I know everything i i'm saying that i i know i make mistakes with singing everyone does um but i'm still learning so yeah just learning really at the moment yeah so you you've talked a lot about in terms of uh your inspirations around the, the type of music and the f and and especially around folk right let's go yeah. down that side um 
but like your your music taste might not uh, what you deliver might not necessarily have that much folk instruments within there. How do you get that balance right, or is that a question more for your brother? Yes, I, I feel like it's both of us together. Yeah, I call him that. Oh, is there? Okay. Yo, H. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, H. We were just gossiping about you. There. Welcome. How you doing, bro? You all right? Yeah, good man. How are you? I'm good. I just ask a very unfair question to Justin, to, to, to be honest, yeah. which was about how his, well, both of yours, I'm going to say, right? I'm going to assume that you probably have similar kind of inspirations around old folk music or by yeah. the look that you're giving me, I'll probably be totally wrong. Um, that when you, when, it, when, it, when he's singing or choosing, especially a style of singing, um, it might be relating back to old traditional folk Bangla music or Punjabi music, but your the beats or whatever you do might not reflect that. How do you get the balance of getting using some Punjabi folk instruments and using uh, Western uh, Western beats? Yeah, so that comes with like um, the love for both sides of music, so the English and the Punjabi side of music. So I I listen to all types of music. You know, you got. The new new stuff, which is like the Karnoj, Lassi, the Musiala. But I love my old school folk music, so like the Kuldeep Marik, Surinder Shinda. So I've got into that a lot, like listen to all the old songs, because I love the music. The authenticity of the music is like really, it's just up there. You can't beat that. And same, same thing on the English side. I love my old school hip hop as well. So those were the kind of like two things which I really loved. And obviously, a lot of people have been doing it, so I had to find my own kind of way of doing it, whilst obviously blending my brother's vocals in there. So that's just, it's just experimenting with the two, you know, just using different instruments, trying to create that beat and, you know, make something good, really, from that. What's the biggest challenge, and you can both answer this, of working with your brother in a studio? Um... <laughs> I don't know. Because I'll be when I'm with my brother, like yeah. we can't walk past each other without giving punching each other on the arm. We'll do, we'll do you can't imagine actually sitting down and working together. Um, I think it's like sometimes it's agreeing on what what to do, like what sort of, sort of vibe to go into. Because there's so many ideas that we have. It's like, oh, should we do this one or should we do that one? We might disagree or like, oh no, this one sounds better than that. But other than that, it's like it's quite it's quite good, you know. The workflow's there when we're recording vocals. Um, if I'm like, no, you need to redo that. It's it kind of like you you gel together to get it done. So it's not too bad. It's more time, I feel like is is you bounce off each, each other's ideas because I know he's he's listening to like all the beats and like putting his work in into what he's doing, and then I'm putting my work into what I'm trying to do. So it's it's just like okay, cool. I listen to you. You listen to me. If I feel like that sounds better, then let's try it. If it doesn't, let's go back to what your idea. It's sort of like just bouncing off each other kind of thing. I think it's like vice versa as well. So like, even though he's a singer and I'm making the beat, he might tell me, oh no, that that kick or add another kick or something like that or take that one away. So it's not just like uh, me making the beat and him singing. I can tell him like, or sing this in this this different way. It might sound better. So. Yeah, so it's sort of bouncing off each other, really. So from, um, I, I want to ask you both the question, but from a different angle, from a singer and producer point of view. Um, just for you first, yeah, what's your opinion of the seed now, uh, in, especially the UK market? 
For me, I feel like the scene is growing. It's, it is starting to pick up um, and it's starting to grow because you've got a lot of like, um, obviously including myself, just loads of new singers, um, rappers, female singers, vocalists that are sort of coming up now. Um, so I feel like that sort of era and scene that we had like a decade or so ago, I feel like it's starting to pick up again. We're starting to get back into like um, the garage scene as well. Um, and obviously, you've got the likes of Diljeet performing at Coachella. Like, Coachella is a stage where they tell the world what is trending right now. And for them to have someone like Diljeet there, it's like, it shows you and the whole world, like, sort of Punjabi music is up there now. Um, and especially, obviously, in the UK, you've got, like, sort of Raf and then um, those of other new artists that are upcoming as well. So it is starting to grow in my eyes i'm watching it grow and i'm obviously happy to be part of it as well um so yeah page yeah for myself i pretty much agree i think uk is on the rise now it's slowly getting there it was obviously you have the canadian and the punjabi scene in india is obviously massive um compared to the uk but it's definitely rising in terms of singers as well as producers as well because as a producer myself i network with a lot of other people so you know like people like escolar he's coming up so he's doing pretty good as well there's a couple other producers as well so definitely he's coming up in the uk what's been the the biggest lessons that you've already learned that they're probably from from the good side of the industry and the and the and the bad side of the industry um, for me, I feel like the the biggest thing, um, I'm, as as I say, I'm still learning, is networking. That is the best thing that you can do, um, and keeping your circle small, because you want to grow with the team and not just yourself, but you want to build yourself with people that want to build around you as well, and that is what keeps things organic and healthy with everyone around you. When you start sort of um, I don't know, you don't have a good relation with ship, uh, ship with someone and you sort of start um, working with this person and start working with that person. You start getting those sort of, uh, it, it doesn't feel like you're working with family. If you get what I'm trying to say, it feels like, oh, like you're held accountable for something and then you're not feeling right inside to work with someone and stuff like that. So for me, I, I feel like we're always going to be working together um, and it feels more like home, like, I don't have to say, oh, call um, someone and be like, oh, can you change this in the beat? I just tell him straight away, yeah, yeah, I'll do it right now. Mm. And it's that sort of network. And around us, it's always been a healthy sort of relationship with everyone. No one sort of got that, um, oh, I'm better than you, ego sort of mindset. Everyone, like I've got DJs around me, I've got um, musicians around me, I've got like um, producers around me, other singers as well that are really good friends. And everyone we keep around us is, people that are sort of on that sort of same energy and we're trying to help each other grow really so if we feel like there's energy that is completely awful with like not feeling it just leave it to the side keep moving that's how it is yeah and especially from a producer side that could be some of the most toxic kind of areas to work especially in the industry hey how do you kind of put an umbrella yourself that you don't get involved in in that side of things um so it's very similar like keep uh, your circle small um obviously you see things from afar like 
you know, all this politics stuff, but you don't get involved in it. Um, don't say too much in it. I'm, I'm just here to do my music. That's literally, passion is the music, trying to uh, release stuff that we love. That's literally what we're here for. So all of that other stuff, you know, don't really get involved in it. Yeah, you get loads of people as well, bro, like what I've realized anyway, like start comparing you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply to other people and stuff like that trying to like sort of create competition and i'm just like allow it listen i'm not here for that i'm doing this for fun if yeah. people like it they like it if they don't then no problem but you, naturally, you, natu- you are going to naturally get that though isn't it because like yeah, every, every great producer every great singer always needed the other a either a a, a rival or a friendly rival or the competition yeah. there to kind of spur you on as well isn't it and i think that yeah. if you're kind of sometimes on your own lane or there's only just one of you in that in in, the, in that type of work you know you th- there is a danger of, how, of just just feeding your ego and say yeah i've made it i've made it yeah have you ever you know because obviously i've i see your socials i see what um you know the venues that you're playing the networking the circle that you're in the people around you guiding you in the right way. How do you keep yourself grounded in in, in that side of it? Because you, you know, you, you obviously got your brother there, but you, you're going to be uh, at times on your own, and sometimes people can fall uh, fall off very very quickly. So, mm. how do you kind of keep yourself gr- uh, grounded in that in that way, bro? You just for me, I feel like every time I tell myself why I'm doing it, that w- that's what keeps me grounded because. It comes again, like from people telling you, "Oh, yeah, you're better than this person. You're you're doing this better. You're doing that better." Loads of people praise you. Not enough people will give you that sort of. Uh, now you're not doing this properly. So there's a lot of people around you that might be sort of you could say yes men, um, like just always giving you compliments and stuff. You got to recognize that as well. But through that, you tell yourself, like, "What what are you doing? Why am I doing this?" Because sometimes it comes down to like. Um, you can fall off in focus as well. Like, obviously, I'm trying to get myself out there, but you you lose focus and you might start thinking of other options of what you should be doing in life or what you could be doing. That's why I always remind myself, like, look, I'm doing this for fun. This is my passion from young. And for me, regardless if I'm with 10 people or if I'm by myself, that sort of attitude for me of me learning from everyone and wanting to do this for fun has to stay and obviously you have to keep god in mind as well um and understand that you're in this whole situation or whatever you're experiencing is temporary it's never going to last you're you're obviously going to go one day as well so it's better to have good 
energy around you and sort of carry that forward instead of sort of looking at things or getting to that point where you start involving yourself with ego too much because sometimes you get into ego and you you don't realize it yourself that's why it's good to have a network around you or good people around you to tell you like yo like you need to relax but if no one's around you you have to know yourself as well from the start like just keep yourself humble mm -hmm. i'm gonna ask you guys a question at each of you because i want to kind of get in my head in terms of the styles of music and where my predictions of where both of you are going to go in your careers in the future so i'm gonna ask you ask you a question yeah what's your <clears throat> top three favorite singers Mm -hmm. top three favorite albums so hey uh, hey you go first because obviously just just adds the last one so then it just gives me give me a chance because for me i'm going to be able to kind of work it out so what are we talking punjabi or like it could be anything you could add it you could say uk you could do you could add more for if it's punjabi is different to 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 the, your your hip-hop stuff for example um so for punjabi I think two of the main ones, because I love folk music, are Kuldeep Marika and Surinder Shinda. So I love their music. So they're going to be in the top two. And then third one's hard, man. It's really hard because I, I picked two old school. I feel like I need to pick a new school one. Um, I, I was, I'm really into, obviously, Karan Ojala is one up there. Um, you know, Sid Musiala, he was he was up there as well. I think they were the main two of this era for me that were quite up there. In terms of albums, uh, this is a hard question for me. <laughs> Thanks, man. That's I, why I asked it. <laughs> oh, God. You need to come back to me. You might as well tell me. Just oh, you go first and get, by and get, get him some time. All right. I'm going to answer my um, artist and then go back to his album. For me, bro, it's Sadiq um, Bindrakia vocalist um you got um to... oh. hello sorry i, I just froze yeah i lost you i just got you yeah, <laughs> yeah go on sorry yeah sorry so uh bindrakia sedusik on there and i'd say surinder shinda yeah right. albums come on then um Okay, so I'm going to say just because he was like one of the first kind of people to bring the hip hop element into Punjabi, I'm going to say Word is Born. That's one of them. Um, That's one of mine as well, so yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess the next two. I'm going to say you're going to think of a PMC. I was actually going to say that. Either it's going to be, I don't think you're going to go Bali Sagu route. I think you might. I'm going to guess. You just said that. Yeah. Did he say that? No, Ankar just said true school. We just, uh, just told him we just said that. Yeah. I was going to go for an English album, actually. The Chronic. Chronic is up there. Chronic is up oh, there. I was, I was going to, I was going to do um, Snoop. Oh, which one? Illmatic is up there. No, I was, he's, he's one of my... Tupac. Yeah, Tupac as well. Well, there's so many, I can't <laughs> choose, like... Uh, it's just... I like um I like Drake's um Take Care album as well. That was really good. Oh yeah, yeah. Drake's Drake's one of my top ones, current ones. Yeah. He's good. There's loads, man. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. listen to everything. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's, no, it's good because if 
sometimes when you carry this on, you, 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 your age kind of lets you down in terms of what's what's more relevant. Because either you stick with some of your old school kind of. Because it's old... not even a, like one genre that I listen to. It used to be only like Punjabi and um, hip hop, but now I'm into like so many other things like garage and or recently like Amo Piano. I wasn't even into Amo Piano, but you know, getting into that drum and bass as well recently. So I'm literally, I love. If I like to hear it, I like it. So I don't care about the genre. I'm going to ask you guys a really difficult question now. It's something that I'm preparing a rant on later, but <laughs> um, there's a current trend now where, uh, we, let's say people who are top of the tree who have made it mm. uh, are starting to do a bit of a no media policy. Um, what's your What's your opinions on that? Where they're basically refusing to do interviews and yeah. just kind of releasing on their own channels. What's your opinion? It really depends, to be honest. Like, it depends on the artist, um, I reckon. Um, for example, like, I know AP, he doesn't do many interviews. He's done his own, obviously, documentary. He's sort of kept that sort of image, but it's what works for the artist. Um, if he's got that traction and people are seeing that, or he's exclusive or you're exclusive in that way, um, you get more of a demand. And for him to sort of jump from Canada to straight into like Bollywood and be in that sort of circle, it just shows that whatever he done, um, it worked for him. And then you've obviously got people that have so much talent that they can't not do an interview because people want to know like how they're getting there. Um, for example, like Sidney Musial, like he, he's done so many interviews, even though he was on talk shows that people talk um, down on him as well. Like after he had those sort of politics and stuff, but he done every single interview, but it worked for him because it showed people what he it just yeah, got it, yeah, yeah. yeah, it just, it, yeah, it just, it's, I was saying basically it shows people what, who he is as a person. And that is what people relate to. So it worked both way it works, but it, it depends on you, your personal sort of preference on how you want to sort of um, move in the industry. Yeah, I, you know, my, my particular thoughts on it is that if you, any artist, you'll get um, an anomaly. Let's say AP is the anomaly, really. Yeah. Where, you know, to go to to get a Netflix documentary, to do all Forbes, to do everything. But everybody else, the biggest artist, always started at a base in it. And if you're not feeding your own industry and those content creators, you're going to kill the, the, the next gen of those people. Yeah. And then they who are they going to cover the next uh, people like yourselves in it? If you haven't got those channels or anything to kind of feed on, or you're not getting support from let's say the mainstream channels or radio stations yeah. what are you gonna what are you gonna do there because you you can get lost in the noise then and then you're mm -hmm. paying on an algorithm you yeah. ain't got the resources around it um yeah. you know those are my thoughts on it yeah no i agree yeah definitely like like i said um for example you've got um I've, I, you know what? i always watch to get inspiration i always watch people that i like um, so, for example, Salusa Gandhiji, like he's got so many videos of him just doing a mayfil and sort of speaking to the people around him in that sort of um, jam that they're having. Like, oh, this is what you do, um, talking about his stories, where he came from, how he sort of um, improved himself, and just listening to them and stuff like that. And it's like they have so they, they retain so much knowledge that they can't like if they were to just live their life and not give a part of themselves to the world and showcase that we wouldn't be inspired. 
we, we would just see them as like, oh, that's a great singer. But the younger gen- generation, they need to know like, okay, cool. Like he done that. I can relate to that because he grew up like that and I grew up like this as well. So it, it's relatable. So it kind of becomes like, um, like you've got a guidance from someone that is not in your life, but because you hear what they're saying to, uh, like to the world, you can relate to that and it sort of carries you on. Yeah, so t- the te- technology in terms of that, we're kind of recording legacy stories. And, and you know, the, one of the true reasons why doing a podcast was trying to get people to tell their stories before th- there's no record or uh, able to kind of, to, uh, as a natural hub, to get that information. Yeah. Um, But kind of linking to technology and more for kind of H on this one. But uh, we've seen a lot of innovation, especially around AI technology and and um, tracks and people have passed away using their voices and stuff like this. <laughs> How... You know, you you've come at a very innovative time where where you're releasing and working together uh, with people. How has AI affected your work stream in particular? Uh, for me, so when I actually started learning music, AI wasn't like the musical part where they're doing all these different voices. It wasn't around then, so I was kind of just learning myself. This only came in like the recent times, really, the past year and a bit. Um, it's like when you hear it, it's like it's cool when you hear like someone's voice and someone's voice. But it is like a lot of the time you're kind of ruining the song. And I know that recent one where it was like Sidhu Musiala's parents didn't really. So yeah, people should respect that. I think obviously it's their own kind of personal thing. Um, in terms of affecting my workflow, I think at the moment it's not really affecting me as much. However. I think going in the future, I just, I've seen like a lot of AI stuff where the singer doesn't need a producer. You just told the AI, oh, just make this beat and it makes the beat. So as producers, it's like, are we going to be needed anymore in the future? So (laughs) (laughs) I can see that domestic coming up. (laughs) (laughs) It's a weird one. So I'm not really a big fan of it because I feel like it's all computerized and it's not it's you're not giving much thought into it because obviously music is what you what you think in the time what you feel and a computer can't really do that for you in my opinion yeah i i it's it's a bit i think it's the genie's out of the bottle on that now i think it's you've probably already seen i already know people who've actually used it um and they they have mentioned it well loads of people have, have used it and kind of had off-air conversations or phone conversations as well um and the risk is of those people who learned those the instruments the men before it was just a computer program and now you've got actual software ai software who can dedicate time and build that kind of specialism in this so there's another layer of barriers or challenges to kind of you know to to work through so you've come probably at the most innovative point in, in gates especially in, and probably the most crucial parts is there any people or producers or singers or duets that you guys want to work with as well for me bro like um there's i don't really like for me at the moment i'm not really um thinking of it at the moment i'm just like trying to sort of get myself out there but I'd love to sort of work with UK sort of artists as well in terms of, I'm talking about like, so the English sort of scene, um, just to sort of experiment with what we can still do. Um, Cause there's still such a big gap 
in terms of who we can work with. You've got obviously um, a lot of like you've got Diljit working with um, like these um, American artists now as well. So that gap is slowly starting to be filled, and it's not like we need to, we need to do that. It's just what would it sound like um, if we did do that? Um, so I feel like when the right time comes, you sort of know. Oh, I really want to work with this person or the other person, but at the moment, um, I'm just trying to sort of focus on my sort of own music at the moment, um, and then hopefully in the future we get um, an idea of who we want to work with. Hey, who who do you want to? What's the dream club? Apart from your brother, of course. I'd love to work with Karanoja, though, one day. Yeah, so at the moment, obviously, I'm, I'm happy with what I've got at the moment. I'm, I'm not like, oh, I really want to work with this artist uh, because obviously I'm working with my brother and I'm, I'm working with a couple other artists at, at the moment as well. So working on a few songs already. Um, what in the future, what I would really, who I would really want to collab with? Karanoja is one of them. Obviously, he's out there. He's, I, I love him. He's out there. There's people like, I don't know, it's, it's also mainstream artists, really. It's like AP, you've got Karanojla, um, you've got these other Punjabi, like, you know, Ami Vriks out there. He's, he's quite good. Um, yeah, like, I think at the moment, Karanojla would be at the top. Yeah, someone I really want to work with. It's mad, isn't it? Where you see some of these artists now who have kind of uh, forming in their own lanes now and, and how things are kind of opening up for them as well. Yeah. Um, oh, Dil G as well. Dil G's up there. <laughs> yeah. He, he, I, think he's, I think he's, again, gone on to a, another level now. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah, on a different he, level. He's just jumping <laughs> dimensions. It's hard, isn't it? Because, like, I think what he's good at is in terms of where you always see some people who are mainstream art who've become from the scene jumped into the mainstream and they never put their arm back to help other people and whereas i think with the jeep they still got that little bit of class where he goes forward and every time he's going up a level he's still dragging people with you with yeah. him and dragging that industry with him as well along uh, alongside it considering he's got very little competition with him as well yeah he yeah. doesn't have to necessarily make songs he's got a very successful kind of film career as well yeah. at the same time 100 percent, yeah i feel like he's he's doing it really smart as well because as much as you get these controversial political things that you can't say th- certain things because obviously you've got the government back home watching you all the time um he's doing it in a smart way where like through his movies and how he's portraying like punjabis and um obviously sikhi and stuff as well like He's he's putting it out there in um, obviously he's he's yeah he's he's painting the picture for everyone like in a good way, and I feel like people don't really realize that or they might it might go over their head like how, how, why he's doing it because they're just like oh but why is he not saying this on social media like he should be supporting yeah, yeah. but people don't realize that he's also like made a name for everyone like he's put us up there as well um, to the whole world um, so yeah. Yeah, there there is a risk of that kind of digital legacy, isn't it? So, like, where somebody said something before, it gets dragged up a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, you, you guys are early on in your careers um, as well. Like, how conscious of you uh, are you of that? I like to be very conscious. Like I said, like, from young, I'm just always watching everything. So yeah. I don't like to speak first. I'm just, okay, let me just see what everyone's saying. Um, because there's no point. There's no point of being the loudest person and, like, putting your 
like mind out there because next day you might think different. So you yeah. might have that confidence of saying something to someone or about something and then like two months later, a year later, you're completely the opposite person. But that's why you got, you got to be careful of what you say, how you portray yourself and stuff. Yeah. He just got that. I don't give a fuck. Look. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm similar as well. Like on social media, I'd post stuff like obviously like the music or whatever events, but I wouldn't really, you know, post opinions of what I think, because obviously you know what, what happens. Like, like you said, in the future, someone might pull that and say, oh, you said this at this time. That's why I don't really put opinions up on social media. It's just literally just work, like the life, like what I'm doing at the time. That's really what it is. So, so for bo- both of you, then what do you, what does the next six to twelve months look like for you guys? Um, releasing a lot yeah. of music, a lot of content, working, working on music. For me, I just want to put out. Like, I've got so many ideas that I feel like that have not been done before that I want to put out. Like for example, this Jugni uh, track. Obviously, the music is inspired from Ama Piano, which is South African house. I've been listening to that before, way before it was like sort of mainstream because sort of one of my closest friends, he's from like half South African, half Portuguese. So he introduced me to a lot of music as well. So I've got loads of inspirations and ideas of, oh, do you know what? This will sound so good on like different genre of music that I just want to put it to sort of action and show it to the world really and go from there. But definitely a lot more music coming. We're working on our second track together um that is in the works and yeah we've got loads of other people that we're sort of hoping to work with um musically and stuff so yeah you're hearing a lot of more music um in the next year to come as well and yourself yes uh, similar so we yeah like i said we're working on the second track um i'm working with some other artists as well um you may or may not have heard of them well you probably have uh, so that's coming out soon as well. Working with another one of our close friends, uh, releasing a track with him soon. And bro, same same with me. I've got so many ideas. Like I've just got over like two hundred files on my computer of just like ideas of what I can do. So loads of ideas out there. So a lot of new content coming in the new year. Yeah, it's definitely stuff that uh, I feel like not many people will be like, oh, this is. It's definitely something you'll say, oh, I've never heard this before. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. good. I mean, to to keep pushing those barriers and keep pushing those those ceilings is the only way that you, you smash them and go through and, and bring a culture with you as well. So um, yeah. fair play to both of you on that. Um, final question, because I know you guys are going to go off and do whatever you got to do. And I know Anka's waiting as well patiently. So, <laughs> um, uh, this is called a bandwagon. Um and this is an opportunity where I give the guest a bandwagon that they want to jump on, a bandwagon that they want to jump off, or anything that they want to get off their chest. This is their space to do so. So I'm going to open it to both of you. Um, what anything in particular, or like just anything, anything that you want to get off? Anything. Hmm. Was I prepared for this? I was not prepared for that either. <laughs> this caught me off. But that's how you get the raw. You get the raw answer. Yeah. Um, what can I say? Free Palestine. Yeah, free Palestine. (laughs) 
so from a, so the, the the politics side of it yeah i mean like look it's easy to say something and sort of you get so many opinions and everyone like talking about oh this is right that's wrong and stuff like that but look end of the day um i feel like with everything that's happening in the world like if you look into a bit more deeper you'd understand like there's a lot more to it than people think um but i definitely think that look um for me no matter what happens no matter where i go i what i want to do is inspire people or move people with music and i'd sort of put a message out to people to look deeper than what is out there that we're being distracted by like all these things that we have outside of our own body we should start looking inside more to connect with ourselves and that comes through obviously you can say meditation and it comes a lot through music as well um so i just always tell people that like, connect with yourself like always inspire to be more than what you are right now um because you, you don't want to limit yourself and always limit the people you hang around with like experience more things hang around with new people get new experiences network um build build with people and yeah just enjoy yourself and live a life where you can look back and be like yeah that's a great life like you loving memories and stuff you know wise words man it's off well, I still not thought of anything, man. I don't know what to say. <laughs> you still think it's the 200 files? <laughs> I know. Uh, I don't know. Um, just don't sleep on good music, really, to everyone. You know, there's a lot of good music out there. There's a lot of good artists that are releasing music but are just not known. But they, like, like we were talking about earlier, like they don't have the social media networking or following. So I think people just don't sleep on them. People should just start networking, go to events, yeah, and help each other as well. Yeah, hundred percent. I feel like people need to start supporting more because it might be that, for example, I like an artist, but but because no one knows him and he doesn't have a big following or her, you people tend not to support. And then when they start getting a bit of traction, that's when everyone starts coming out of the woodworks and it's like, oh yeah, remember me and stuff like that. It's like you should start supporting more people, especially in our community, um, from the very start. Uh, especially if they've got talent and you know that they're really good. Well, um, I think especially on that uh, that last note about the unity and bringing it forward, and especially kind of the youngers are bringing that attitude. It's always refreshing uh, to do, especially with the some people in the in the older parts of the the industry you know can't operate like that but it's really refreshing to see you guys working together and not taking the 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 shortcuts and, and trying to bring it that unity in there because it's it, it is needed and um fair play and respect to both of you so thank you for joining me on on this one the door's always open for you guys especially on the podcast anything you need to, for me to help push just say the word and uh i really appreciate you taking this time out now thank you to yourself as well and we appreciate obviously you giving us the time um but next one definitely bro we've got to get Ogar on there <laughs> yeah 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 he, he's coming in I'm, i need to get hair and makeup in for myself and that it's quite, quite intimidating that's it yeah respect but definitely we'll, we'll meet up as well um yeah. at some girls, point. no problem we get you know midlands is the don for that so no yeah, problem bro definitely. all right man safe thank take you, care bro. thank you bye
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.